It is Friday, December 18th here in Draft Shark Studios in Rochester, New York. Welcome to our Week 15 FanDuel Podcast. I'm your host, Matt Schaff. With me again are Tyler Syracuse and Jared Smola. And this podcast is sponsored by our partners at Fanshare Sports. Fanshare curates hundreds of pieces of daily fantasy sports-related articles, tweets, and podcasts to create the most accurate ownership projections in the industry. Those projections can be found in the lineup generator on DraftSharks.com. And you can find up-to-date ownership info anytime at FanshareSports.com. Tyler took down week 14 of the Shark Duel, bringing him within one win of Jared's season lead in the competition. Tyler, how did week 14 treat you on FanDuel overall? I had a monster week over on FanDuel. I'm pretty locked in the last couple weeks. Uh, ended up scoring over 160 with my cash game lineup. I got Patrick Mahomes in there. I got Derrick Henry in there. David Montgomery had another big game. Robbie Anderson was solid with no DJ Moore in the lineup. Allen Robinson had one of his best games of the season. And then Washington defense really paid off with two touchdowns. So it wasn't really close. Um, but anytime you get a defense that performs like that, it's it's going to be a sweep week for you. And I did extremely well in GPPs as well. So um, looking forward to catching Jared this week. <laughs> nice. Jared, what do you got? Any takeaways from last week? I mean, so I, I didn't think it was really viable to play both Derrick Henry and Devontae Adams on FanDuel last week. I ended up playing – Devonta Adams, uh, mainly because I just liked the other options at running back better than the other options at wide receiver. And that, you know, that ended up being the wrong decision. That was really the difference between uh, my and Tyler's lineups. And Tyler feels so strongly about it that uh, for those watching, he just dropped the mic after saying he's going to catch you this week and took <laughs> off the rest of the show. My lineup managed to cash in the Sunday million, but trailed way behind you guys in this competition. I got the ceiling games from Derrick Henry, David Montgomery, the Cowboys defense, but I did not get ceiling from my high-dollar wide receiver, DK Metcalf. He was just okay for the week uh, for his price. DJ Chark, Marvin Jones, Hunter Henry were the duds. Chark was the worst play among them. I knew I was taking a chance on him. 5900 bucks is the run back in the Tennessee game because I had Derrick Henry and Ryan Tannehill in the lineup. Tannehill didn't hit either, but Ryan Tannehill and Derrick Henry can hit together, so I don't feel bad about that one. We'll all be back at it for week 15, though I'm not really sure why I'm still bothering. We will show you who we're playing against each other Saturday in the free post for this podcast on DraftSharks.com. For now, though, Tyler, please get us going with some cash quarterback talk. It's going to be Jalen Hurts for me over on FanDuel. He's just way too cheap at $6,900. He just had a game where he had 18 rushing attempts, over 100 yards. I mean, he scored almost 20 FanDuel points, didn't get a rushing touchdown, and only had one passing touchdown. So I think his floor-ceiling combination is, is high enough to where we can use him in cash with that cheap of a price tag. I certainly agree with that. The Homer phobe in me doesn't let me play any quarterback that I have doubts about. Though, Jared, what do you play? I'm between Lamar Jackson and Kyler Murray for cash. I'm I'm going to start with Lamar Jackson. I just feel a bit safer with him. 8,200 bucks. I mean, his rushing has really come back the last two weeks now. Actually, since he's returned from the COVID list, uh, 13 carries for 94 yards and a score, and then nine carries for 124 yards and two scores. Now he gets the worst run defense in the NFL, according to Football Outsiders, DVOA. Um, or sorry, the, the Jags are the worst defense overall in DVOA. They're 31st against the pass, 24th against the run. So, you know, a good matchup for Lamar, both on the ground and through the air. 
And for anyone who's new here, that was homerphobe. That's when you're, it's a team you root for and you're scared to root for them in your fantasy lineup here, which is my case with the Eagles. Uh, I I think it's a fairly loaded week at quarterback. I do like Kyler Murray at $8,200 cheaper than Lamar Jackson. I agree that Lamar Jackson and Kyler are very close together. $900 cheaper than Patrick Mahomes though. So it won't be Patrick Mahomes in cash. Jared Goff though at 7,800, I think is in play. Ryan Tannehill at 77, Drew Brees at 75. Less so now that we know that Michael Thomas is not playing. Phillip Rivers, 7,100. I think even Mitchell Trubisky at 7,000 is in play. I agree that Jalen Hurts is in play. It's probably just not going to be me. Um, maybe, I, maybe I should put in a lineup just so I can be happy um, if he has a better game than I'm expecting <laughs> against Arizona. On the GPP side, Tyler, where are you focusing the quarterback? It's going to be a lot of Patrick Mahomes and Drew Brees. It's going to be my favorite game stack of the week in the Dome. I think these teams can combine for over 60 points, even without Michael Thomas in the lineup. I'm going to have Jalen Hurts and GPPs as well. Mentioned Mitchell Trubisky briefly on the DraftKings podcast. I do like him, and his price makes a lot of sense going up against the Vikings. And then I'm going to have exposure to Lamar Jackson too. Uh, $8,200 I think is a little bit too cheap, and I'd rather play Lamar Jackson than Kyler Murray because uh, I, I don't like Kyler Murray. <laughs> yeah. Tyler has a thing against short people. You might not be able to tell on here, but he's extremely tall. He's like seven foot four. Um, Tyler, in your Jalen Hurts GPP lineup, are you stacking with anybody? Probably not. Maybe Dallas Goddard, but I don't think I'd be using any wide receivers with him. I think I would just be playing DeAndre Hopkins on the other side if I'm going to play like a game stack kind of thing. Jared, what do you got, GPP quarterback? Yeah, Kyler Murray for me in GPPs. I think there's a chance that we get, you know, September, October, Kyler Murray back in this game. We saw him get the 13 carries last week. Didn't have a big game, which I, I kind of like. It's going to keep his ownership down here. Um, I think he can have a big game on the ground against Philly, who the Eagles have given up some big rushing games to quarterbacks already this season. And it's a good passing matchup against the Eagles. Pasty, it's not very good to begin with, and they're dealing with a bunch of injuries, including their top corner, Darius Slay, who looks questionable for this one. Yeah, Lamar Jackson had a 100-yard game on the ground against the Eagles, and Daniel Jones fell on his face and still top 90 yards rushing against the Eagles. So it's exactly. a good spot. Um, beyond the guys we've already mentioned, I like the the quarterbacks that have been named so far. Um, Tom Brady at 7,900, who I mentioned briefly on the other side, I think is in play here. Uh, they're playing the Falcons. Jared mentioned on the DraftKings pod, the Falcons do play the run tough, so maybe we get more passing from the Bucks, even if they control this matchup. Uh, we've seen multiple touchdown, big game upside from Tom Brady, even if he's not playing his best um, or I don't know, whatever his best used to be. He's old enough. Maybe he's just playing his best. I think that Mike Evans is attractive as a stack at 7,100 bucks. I think I would double stack with Tom Brady if I am playing him either Mike Evans or uh, and Rob Gronkowski at 6,300 or maybe one of the pass catchers plus Leonard Fournette. 5,500 is price here is not quite as down as it is on DraftKings. So maybe we get lower ownership. But I also think that we can get um, running back and quarterback scoring in this game because Atlanta is that bad. Yeah, I, I never play, play Brady in tournaments because I just never know who to stack him with. But I do think Evans and Gronk would be the way I'd go there. Running back, Tyler, what are you playing for cash? For cash, it's going to be Alvin Kamara, Derrick Henry, and Cam Akers. Um, like 99% sure of that. And I'm going to have them in just about every GPP lineup as well. The only other running back I'll, I'll probably have exposure to is Leonard Fournette and then a little bit of Miles Sanders and GPP. Oh, I thought you were going to say Jonathan Taylor. Um, Alvin Kamara sits atop our dollars per point projections on FanDuel as well as DraftKings. He is $57 ahead of number two Cam Akers. 
$57 down from Cam Akers, there are nine more running backs within that range. So that's how far ahead of the group Alvin Kamara is in our dollars per point. So yeah, definitely a, a lock play. Um, Jared, what do you like for cash running back? Yeah, I, mean, I think Kamara is a lock. I think Cam Akers is close to a lock too. You know, 50 carries over the last two games. Um, you know, the Rams should be playing with the lead here. They have the second highest implied total on the week at about uh, 31 points. So Akers is a good touchdown bat. The, the third spot, I, I don't think I'll get to Derrick Henry here. I think it's going to be either J.K. Dobbins at 5,900 bucks or Kenyon Drake at 6,600 bucks. I don't have an argument against Cam Akers. The certainty of Cam Akers this week after just two good weeks kind of scares me a little bit though. He just strikes me as one of those guys where like something happens this week, even if it's just an okay week and he doesn't score a touchdown. And he just lets everybody down. And it's like, well, we were all trusting him maybe a little too much after two games. I think those are good reasons to fade him in tournaments, which I think I'll be doing at his ownership. Yeah, I agree with J.K. Dobbins being in play here. I like his salary under 6K. Uh, it would have been Jeff Wilson Jr., but Raheem Mostert is in here. Jeff Wilson might be interesting on the GPP side because yeah. we've seen Jeff Wilson get the ball plenty, even with Raheem Mostert on the field. And we know that Raheem Mostert at least has a bad enough ankle that it was limiting his practice time. So there's some factor there. I think Leonard Fournette will factor into my planning on this side as well at 5,500, whether I'm playing Tom Brady or not. And I do think Jonathan Taylor is 7,400. Great matchup against Houston is in play um, for cash. Tyler, anything else to add on the GPP side of running back beyond what you said already? I don't think so. I just really like the spot for Alvin Kamara, Derek Henry, and Cam Akers. I'm going to have them in pretty much every lineup, and then I'm going to be sprinkling in Miles Sanders and Leonard Fournette. So it's looking just like those five running backs. Um, really limited player pool, so I'm going to need those guys to go off to have a big week. Yeah, I, th- I think Chris Carson's the only guy, the only other guy I'll consider for a tournament. Seventy six hundred bucks here on Fanduel. You know, he he. His role is sort of understated because last week's game against the Jets turned into a blah. In the first half when, you know, the game was still semi-close, Carson played 71% of the snaps and got 11 of the 15 running back touches. I think that's kind of the role we'll see him in this weekend as long as this game against Washington stays close. It's not it's not an ideal matchup against Washington, but I think Carson is a, you know, good touchdown bat. You could get two touchdowns out of him here. And he's also been involved in the passing game. He's averaging about five targets per game in his seven healthy games this season. Yeah, I mean, I think there's a chance that Washington has been tough against the run as well, the number 10 in run defense DVOA. But, you know, maybe there's a chance we get a little bit more rushing to kind of counter the pass rush of Washington and some solid coverage from that defense. So I agree with Chris Carson here. I mean, I think he's even even in consideration on the cash side. Cam Akers is probably going to wind up being a fade for me. He definitely could hit, but it is a tough spot against the Jets run defense. I don't think that he's going to have, I don't think he's capable of like a Derrick Henry level game where if you didn't use Cam Akers, then you just didn't win anything for the week. So I guess I'm not scared of fading Cam Akers at his high ownership projection. I'm curious to see what those numbers look like come Sunday morning if they change from right now, uh, because he and Jonathan Taylor are very close together in ownership projection right now. I mean, Akers was basically a touchdown away from having a Derrick Henry game last week against the Patriots. I mean, I, I do think the, up, the, the upside's there. Yeah, I don't think it's there. That is there this week, but I guess we'll see. Uh, at wide receiver, again, Michael Thomas is not in consideration at 7000 bucks. Tyler, what do you like for cash at wide up? Yeah, so with Michael Thomas ruled out, we're going to have a lot of value with Saints wide receivers. We have Traquan Smith priced at 5K, Emmanuel Sanders priced at 5.5K. So I'm probably going to be using one of them. It's probably going to be Traquan Smith. And then at 5,900, I like Kiki Kuti. 
Uh, once again, going up against the Colts for some reason, all of his big games come against the Colts. He has three hundred career hundred yard games, and they've all come against Indy. I'm not sure why he likes playing them so much, but he had 141 yards against them a couple weeks ago. So I think at that price, we can trust him uh, to give us enough value in cash games. I'm gonna have to ask that you call him Cutie, like he's a Clementine. Jared, what do you like for cash wide up? Um, yeah, so I like Kiki. I like Brandon Ayuk, 6,900 bucks. Um, he's been hot over his last five games, and some of those have come with uh, Debo Samuel, who's out now. So I, I think Ayuk's a good bet for you know eight to 12 targets in this game against a pretty beatable Cowboys secondary. And then I, I think I'm going to play Cooper Cup too, um, 7,100 bucks. I like Robert Woods too. He's 300 bucks cheaper, so I'm probably just going to go with Cup. I, I just want a piece of this Rams offense against the Jets. Uh, you know, the Rams have the 31 point implied total. The Jets are 31st in adjusted points allowed to wide receivers. Yeah, I like Cooper Cup as well. Robert Woods has that thigh issue, which I, I'm, I would start him without hesitation in a season long league. But I think it's enough for cash lineups and DFS that maybe they rest him once they pull away from the Jets, which is going to happen in this game. It's you know just some re injury risk. So yeah, I like Cooper Cup. I like Dwight Hilton. I think Brandon Cooks is in play at 6,600. I like Kiki Cutie. I wouldn't play both of them in the same same lineup, but you know it's certainly possible that Cooks goes back to being the clear number one wide receiver in this one. On the high end, I love DeAndre Hopkins this week, whether I'm playing Kyler Murray or not. Over the other 8K options, he's $700 cheaper than Tyreek Hill in terms of the top shelf wide receivers. And then at the low end, along with uh, Traquan Smith, I think Willie Sneed at 5,400 is in play. I think Kendrick Bourne at 4,800 is in play against the Cowboys with uh, Debo Samuel out. Yeah, Bourne's, uh, was it seven targets last week? I mean, he's the, he's the clear number two now. Tyler, what do you like for um, GPP wide up? If I'm paying up, I'm going to have some exposure to Hopkins. I think um, DK Metcalf is way underpriced this week at just $8,200. He's a guy that can break the slate. I know Washington front seven is very strong, but Russell Wilson tends to, you know, make these outstanding plays when he gets outside of the pocket and he's willing to throw it up to DK Metcalf in any 50-50 opportunity. So I think Metcalf has an extremely high ceiling and he's underpriced at $8,200. I'm definitely going to have exposure to these Saints wide receivers. And then I'm going to have uh, Sammy Watkins and Tyree Kill and Travis Kelsey on the other side of the ball. Besides that, uh, I do like Allen Robinson against the Vikings, and then uh, Thielen would be my bring-back option in that game. Jared, what you got? Yeah, I like um, Tyreek Hill and DeAndre Hopkins as the expensive guys, and then I mentioned Corey Davis again here, sixty-eight hundred bucks. You know, he has three big games this season, um, and I think it's definitely possible that you know he's the guy that blows up on the Titans' offense this week. Yeah, I like the Chiefs Saints stacking. I like stacking Texans and Colts. We've talked about multiple receivers in that game. I think there might be a little bit of room on FanDuel for Ravens Jaguars where there's a Willie Seed or a Marquise Brown and then DJ Chark running it back. Mark Andrews much more likely to be the Ravens option with Lamar Jackson, but not something I can say I would do a lot, but I don't know. I think I got to have some DJ Chark in there, especially after playing him last week. I've been playing him for the last month, so I'm going to be pissed when he goes off this week because I'm not going to have any of them. Well, now I'm definitely going to play him some this week just so I can enjoy it more. Tyler, what you got for cash at tight end? I'm leaning towards Mark Andrews, priced $1,700 cheaper than Travis Kelsey. He's actually leading our points per dollar in the Draft Sharks model. I don't think um, Jared Cook is cheap enough to use in cash games on FanDuel. He's priced at 5.6K. If he was priced like 5000 or less, I definitely would have used him. But 5600 is kind of an awkward price tag for him. 
So I think I'm leaning towards Mark Andrews in that matchup against the Jaguars. I'd expect him to lead the Ravens in targets, and I really like his chances of scoring a touchdown, which is what we're looking for uh, over on FanDuel. Yeah, we'll, we'll see where Cook comes out in the uh, dollars per point rankings once we update his projections because we haven't done that yet for the Michael Thomas news. But um, I, I am still leaning towards Mark Andrews as the cash gameplay, I think. You know, not, now that he's getting usage that he should have been getting all season, I think he's, you know, probably a thousand bucks underpriced here. Yeah, he's well ahead of TJ Hawkinson currently in the dollars per point projection. So I, I'm certainly going Mark Andrews first as well. It seems like a, a more crowded than usual week at tight end. I, usually there are not that many options and I'm have to decide, I'm having to decide whether I want to go all the way up to the, ex- the uh, expensive player or just like choke down whatever guy in the lower range is atop the rankings. But this week, Mark Andrews, TJ Hawkinson, Logan Thomas, Irv Smith, I think are all palatable, you know, across formats here. A GPP, Tyler, what are you playing? It's going to be a combination of those three guys I mentioned with Travis Kelsey, uh, Mark Andrews, and Jared Cook. I think Jared Cook, you know, he's he's still been scoring touchdowns. We can't really expect him to get over 50 yards, but touchdowns is what we're looking for. So I'm going to be sprinkling him in some GPPs just because I'm extremely high on that game. And any lineup uh, where I'm using Drew Brees, I look to pair him up with a couple different pass catchers. Alvin Kamara is going to be a lock button for me. Uh, so there will be certain lineups where I have Brees, Kamara, Traquan Smith, and Jared Cook. So I'm all in on that game this week. Yeah, and I mean, the, the target ceiling is at least higher for Jared Cook, even if we can't count on the target floor for him this week. And the matchup's good defensively against the Chiefs um, for tight ends. So I think it's a good spot for Jared Cook. Jared Smola, what do you like? Yeah, I'm going to play Cook in tourneys. I'm going to play Mark Andrews in tourneys. And the, the third guy I think I'll have some of is Irv Smith at $5,400. Um, you know, he had a nice game last week despite being limited off the injury. Now he's off the injury report altogether, so I think he's going to be a full go. Kyle Rudolph is out, and the matchup is good against the Bears. I agree with getting Irv Smith in there. I was fortunate enough to pick him up in a two-tight end league last night to get wow. him into my Week 15 lineup. At flex, there are plenty of running back options. We've run through a lot of them. Maybe even enough at tight end to do a double tight end lineup over here, um, where we don't need a where we don't get a yardage bonus or anything. Tyler, what are you flexing on FanDuel? Really mentioned all the plays I like. Uh, you guys mentioned J.K. Dobbins, who I also like this week. I guess he would be my sixth running back that I'm I'm using this week. Uh, I just want, I'm surprised Jared hasn't mentioned Jonathan Taylor yet. He was uh, tweeting at me about how good Jonathan Taylor was and. I, I opened the tweet and it's just Jonathan Taylor running for running through like a 30 yard hole wide open for a touchdown. But I mean, he he has looked a lot better uh, than he did in the first couple months of the season. Yeah, he's got a good matchup against the Texans. I'm not going to be using him, but I'm um, surprised uh, Mr. Smola hasn't mentioned him. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he doesn't quite make my you know top three for cash, and his ownership's going to be up this week. So I, I think this is kind of the week I'm going to jump off him in tournaments and hope he doesn't burn me. <laughs> man i maybe i'll play him against you guys knowing that neither of you are going to play him that's gonna be fun uh, like i said there's there are the running backs it's probably going to be a three running back week but maybe a double tight end on defense they did price the cardinals up on FanDuel. fortunately for me so i don't have to overplay the cardinals in that matchup it makes the bucks at four thousand my primary focus here they're going against the falcons i don't think you even need to make the argument for a defense against the falcons right now they're a garbage team uh, that can score points on occasion but no julio jones I don't think this is going to be one of those occasions. Yeah, bucks for me in cash. In tournaments, I'll go up a bit to New England at 4,100 and Washington at 4,200. Tyler, what you got? Uh, I'm going to have the Rams uh, for sure in cash. Priced at $5,000. They aren't um, 
too much more expensive than the other defenses. They're playing the Jets, and uh, I mean, the Jets just scored three points against the Seahawks. So, I mean, the Rams take away wide receivers. They don't allow teams to run the ball too well either. So I think it's going to be a, a nightmare for the Jets, and I'm going to be prioritizing the Rams in, in cash for sure. Jared, any other defenses? Nope, that's it. Tyler, what are you betting on this week? I was just talking about how the Rams are going to demolish the Jets. They're favored by 17 points, but I'm going to be betting that uh, spread. And I mean, Seattle just beat them by 37. So I think the Rams can easily win by three touchdowns. I feel really good about the Chiefs. Uh, I like the Bucks against the Falcons, and I like the Seahawks against Dwayne Haskins. So if you want to tease those teams, if you want to put them in a parlay, uh, I, I don't really like laying the six points with Seattle at least, but I, I am betting Tampa Bay minus six against Atlanta. And then I think KC's going to win for sure straight up, but um, I, I like getting them with a six and a half teaser too because you get them plus three and a half against the Saints. Jared, what are you betting on this week? Yeah, I, I like the Chiefs minus three. I, I just I would bet that, um, especially with Michael Thomas out. Um, two other ones I like. Um, I like Houston plus seven and a half. I mean, j- just give me more than a touchdown with Deshaun Watson, and I'll take my chances. That, that was a close game in their first meeting. Watson you know, had that fumble near the goal line with a chance to either tie it or, or take the lead late. Um, then I like the over 46 and a half in the Bears-Vikings game. We sort of think about those as two like defensive teams, but you know, the Vikings defense is bad. And I think the bears defense has been beatable for the past month now. And um, the game is indoors. So you don't got to worry about weather. I think it goes over the total. Uh, I have three kids to buy Christmas presents for, <laughs> and I lose money every week in this FanDuel competition. So I'm not betting on anything this week. So that's going to do it for this week. 15 FanDuel podcast, head over to DraftSharks.com Now get cash game recommendations from Kevin, get tournament picks and top stacks from Tyler Check out the lineup generator to build your own lineups with the help of the DS projections and fan share ownership projections. And come Saturday morning, we will show you who we're playing against each other in round 15 of the Shark Duel. You can also find us on Twitter. We are at Draft Sharks. Jared is at Smola DS. Tyler is at Tyler Syracuse. That's Syracuse with an I. And I am at Shauf DS. It's S-C-H-A-U-F. For Jared Smola, Tyler Syracuse, and the rest of the Draft Sharks crew, I'm Matt Shauf saying thanks so much for swimming with us. 